Welcome to Stillness in the Storms, the podcast that helps you to find that little inner peace when you have it least and you need it most. I'm Stephen, your host, and thank you for joining me. This is the second podcast, and today we're talking about building the foundation of stillness. Now, how do you cultivate that much-needed foundation that when things do go wrong, you're ready and you can respond in a calm, nice, enjoyable manner instead of reacting and then regretting it later. That's what this show is about. So on this show, we're going to cover what is the foundation of stillness? Can anybody have this foundation? Or is it just reserved for calm, quiet people? Why is the foundation so important? And how can we start today? And I'm going to end today's podcast with a little meditation to give you an experience and a little sense of what this stillness is all about. Because unless you experience and you know what it's about, you don't know what you're going for. You don't know what it feels like. And I'm a great believer in teaching that I could do a hundred podcast episodes and I could tell you all day long, every day, what it's like and how you can do it. But unless you experience it, it's like there's no point. It's like it's very much like me telling you that water's hot. No matter how many times I try to explain what it feels like, just putting your hand in it, you're going to know instantly. And that's what the meditations are about. So yeah, let's start. First of all, thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me on this podcast. As I said, this is the second episode, and you can head over to Patreon, subscribe, and you get the whole podcast without the outtakes and with the outtakes I mean (laughs) and you get to hear more of when things go wrong and when things go right and I answer your questions and you also get standalone meditations and that's a way of me thanking you and me of helping you to create a little more stillness in your life. So let's get on with today's show. Um, Well, let's first tackle the subject of what is the foundation of stillness? Well, foundation is very much like when you build a house or you build a building. You know, the building could be an amazing building. It could be, it could have the most elegant design. It could have really large windows. It could have the pillars in front of the um, doors. It could be this big mansion or whatever you decide for it to be. But if it hasn't got the foundations and you haven't given it a firm decking to build the house, it's going to be no good when things start going wrong. It's like when they say building your house on sand. The sand moves. Your house is going to move. Your house is going to fall down. That's going to be no firm foundation for your house. So that's what I want to do. I want to help you do is build the foundation of stillness. So it's not when you're sitting on the cushion or when everything's going well that you need the calmness. You know, you don't need it when you're sat down in front of Netflix watching your favorite program. It's when things are going wrong when you need it, when you're in a traffic jam or when you're at work and your colleagues and your boss are all demanding something from you. It's when all the kids are hungry and you're hungry and everyone around you is wanting a piece of you and then your partner comes in and then the phone goes 
the building of the foundation is so that in those times you've got the tools and you've got the experience and you are ready to deal with them in a skillful way rather than just uh, go away, leave me go. Can't deal with this right now. I've had enough of this right now. Um, I'm tired. Just, yeah. So yeah, it's about building this awareness. And when we have this awareness, we're no longer buffered and we're no longer reacting. We're no longer, we're no longer running around putting fires out. We don't start the fires. And that's the main thing. And living with this foundation means you're just going to be more understanding and caring. You're going to be more loving. Um, the people around you will have more of a sense of enjoyment because they won't be treading on eggshells anymore. Um, I've been in relationships where I've been frightened to know what to say. Um, whereas with a calmness, I feel now I don't have to say everything I'm thinking. I can... I can take a step back and go, that won't be kind, so I choose not to say it. Even sometimes now, I'm almost there now. Um, and I can remember two years ago, my daughter came in one day and I, I lost it. Um, I cannot remember what it was about. It was something so insignificant. I laugh now, but it wasn't insignificant at the time. And she came in and she looked at me and... I went off on one and I was, in, in my world, I was shouting. I was being quite loud, but I wasn't actually being that loud. She said to me afterwards, but I, I went off for about a minute, two minutes. And she just stood there and goes, hmm, that's not very zen of you, is it? <laughs> and I laughed. And she knows I've been trying to deal with that side of me, um, trying to deal with the, the monkey brain, the subconscious mind that reacts to these moments. So that was a wonderful reminder that I still have work to do. And what, what we always do, and this is why we need a structure and a practice. This is why we need the foundations put in place. Because we often think we can, a moment of calmness where we do a little bit of practice, then we get into a traffic jam and we remain calm and we're chilled. And we're like, I've got it. I understand now. It's cool. I'm, I've got this calmness and stillness in storms and things like that, you know. But then a week later, boom, back to square one. So that's why we need some structure and some kind of tools in place. So what are some of these tools? Well, meditation. I hate to say it. No, I don't hate to say it. It's just difficult saying it because... So many people believe they cannot meditate, and that was me for many years. I said in the first podcast about, you know, I was reading all these books, and in the books it said about, do meditation. That will help you. Meditate, meditate, meditate. And I kept turning the pages thinking, oh God, a solution that I cannot have. It's a solution that I, it's not available to me because my mind thinks too much. I've always got something on my mind. Something's always happening. And my mind would not go peacefully sit down. So I couldn't sit there and have nothing. But I've learned now that it's not about that. And I'll cover meditation more in depth in future episodes. But I want to briefly outline how you can build some kind of foundation, this one. So I'm just going to just touch upon them. 
So mindfulness practice is another one. And meditation mindfulness can be done in everyday life. They can be done washing the dishes, walking the kids to school, doing everything. So you don't literally have to go out and buy a cushion, get some monk's robes. You don't have to shave your head. You don't have to. <laughs> Incidentally, they used to shave their heads, not because of some kind of practice or anything. It was purely so the teachers would know when one of the monks had run off. They could in instantly recognize because they, they were the ones with the bald heads. <laughs> or so I was told. Um, I believe there's some truth in it, but I don't know. There's breathing techniques we can use. Just go into our simple breath when things are overwhelming us or when we're angry, we can just pause and take two or three deep breaths. And although that's easy to explain now, it's not so easy to do. We can also set up triggers in our lives. Um perhaps traffic lights, something like that, whenever we get to traffic lights and they do turn red, that we just take a few deep breaths and we take notice of what's going on around us. Perhaps we listen to the other cars for just a moment instead of automatically going to our subconscious mind. Because that's what this is about, is building the stillness into our conscious mind instead of allowing our subconscious mind to continually go back to the habits that he's used to doing and there's more in-depth things we can do we can do journaling we can have lists and other things that we know triggers us we know that gets to us and it's all about and i've said it a couple of times it's all about knowing it's all about being here present and knowing what's actually happening that is the only way of really intercepting it and cutting off these habitable reactions that we've been doing for so long in our lives. And there's nothing wrong. The subconscious mind is not broke. It's kept us alive. It's served us really well. Very often when you hear these advice in the spiritual world, it's like, ah, oh, subconscious mind, it'll get us in trouble all the time. No, it's, it's kept us safe. The only thing that we could improve with the subconscious mind is give it some moral compass. <laughs> it has no moral compass. It, it just, how do I stay alive? How do I repeat what I did last time? It worked. It doesn't matter whether you get in trouble or whether it hurts somebody or whether or not it's damaging you long-term. It's all about instant gratification and how do I react in this moment? What did I do last time? Whereas the human mind is all about, well, how do I do things in this moment to improve my later on. So it goes from instant gratification to eating healthier, being more healthier, um, having a healthier mind instead of just going with the thoughts. We work with the thoughts. We, we are in control of what we do with them. So can anybody have this stillness? Yes. Anybody can have this stillness. When I hit my rock bottom... My mind was giving me so many questions and pain and feelings. It was awful. I was having a drink just to go sleep at night. And that drink became more and more and more until I was so embarrassed to ask the carer for like a treble, please. And I was drinking spirits um, just to get to sleep, just to shut my mind up. It was too much for me. There was too much going on, going on. And they were not just thinking, they were painful thoughts. 
So when I sit down to meditate or sit down to try to even just have a little bit of moment's peace, I couldn't even get a disconnection when watching movies or anything like that because every movie reminded me of the pain I was going through. So I was really struggling. So if I say I can get to this place of stillness, I know you can too. And I know people that are even more thinkers than me, overthinkers, real in their head, stuck in their head people, and real emotional empaths that feel everything. I've helped all sorts from all the way from in the head to in the heart find stillness and normally through some kind of meditation. So yes, it's possible. Um, and I want to bust one of the myths about stillness. Stillness doesn't mean losing control. It doesn't mean stepping back and allowing the world to just burn. Stillness is more control. Stillness is remaining calm, present, totally with it. So therefore you actually have more control over what's going on. You've got the control to respond properly. You know, when you stub your toe on the bed and you jump up and down, ah, who's doing that? You're not doing that. I should subconscious mind just like, hey, dance on one foot for a moment because your toe's hurting. So, <laughs> I don't know where that reference comes from, but it's in there now. So there's more control of it. And, and there's an awareness with the control of the outside world. What can you do about the outside world? Well, very little. When people say they're not in control, it means they're not in control of the outside world and what they want to do out there. Really, we need to learn to control ourselves inside so that when you see something out there that you don't like or not the way you expect it to be, you can be okay with it. You can be like, well, you know, it's not the way I think it'd be ideal, but it is the way it is, and I'm not going to work myself up about it. And I know you're capable of doing it because at least once in your life you've done that. Not my monkey, not my circus. So it's possible, but some people it just might take a lot more practice than others. It may not be so easy with some people. Now then, I spoke a little bit about the foundation of stillness and what it is for you. I want to talk about why build the foundation now. Um, and, and the best thing to do with that is compare ourselves to nature sometimes. You take the tree, a tree that hasn't got a decent roots and a decent foundation, it's going to get torn up at the first sign of any kind of storm. It's going to get tore out of the ground. It's going to, if kids go climbing it and all that, it's going to, not going to last long. It's going to break down. It's the trees that have a decent rooting on the ground, in a decent ground, that can grow taller, that can bend in the wind and bend with all the rain and the storms and all the different weather. Yeah, it even protects itself in the hot sun because the ground below won't dry up. So tree is a perfect analogy for building a foundation. However, we don't want to build a foundation that we cannot move and we're not flexible. We want to have this foundation that we can take with us. And the foundations cannot rely on other people around you. Well, I can stay calm in 
Stephen's presence. I very often get it, how can I do it with you? How can I feel this calmness? And I cannot do it by myself. Well, you can. It's not dependent on me. You're the one doing it. If I take you through a meditation in a minute, or when I take you through a meditation in a minute, you really are doing it yourself. You just believe you can do it when you're with me, and that makes a difference. And you don't want to end up like a weeble wobble. Can you remember those weeble wobble things? I think that's what they're called. These silver things that you spin around and they just... I think that's what they are anyway. You don't want to end up like that, that you've been pushed around by everybody so much that you don't even know what direction you are in and you don't even know what to do. So I hope that makes sense. Let me know in the comments. Um, let me know a review. How am I doing on this podcast? And the final thing I want to cover before we go into a little meditation is how do we build this foundation? Well, listen to this podcast, subscribe to this podcast for one because we're going to be talking about how to build this foundation and what this foundation looks like and different practices and techniques and we'll be going deeper and deeper and deeper into them. So don't miss them. So that's one of the major um, ways in which you can build a foundation. Um, also, become aware of what's going on around you. Just become aware. Just sit there every now and again during the day and go, that's a cup. That's in my life because it holds my drink. What am I feeling right now? What am I seeing right now? What's happening outside right now? What can I hear right now? When you ask these questions, it brings you to the present moment because it forces you to answer the question. You know, you cannot, what can I hear outside right now and not be present to what the sounds are outside. Not the sound 10 minutes ago or a week ago. It's the sound right now, whatever's going on right now. Um, you can also download three meditations that I recorded to help you find a little calmness very quickly. One's five minutes, a peaceful place, and you just literally take a few breaths and you're straight there. Um, you can head over to Connect with Stephen and there's a button right in the middle of the screen so you can download and listen to them anytime, completely free. Um, apart from that, you know, we can open our hearts and live a genuine freedom. And when we live like that, it opens us up to whatever's happening as opposed to the way we want things to be. And I'm going to talk about expectations in the next podcast because expectations, very often we say that we should get rid of all expectations, but no, we shouldn't. Some expectations are healthy. Some expectations are not healthy. Some of them are dragging you down. Some of them, yeah, people need to bloody respect and have, you need some expectations of some people. Um, so we'll be talking about that in the next episode. But until then, head over to connectwithstephen.com um, there's a link there to my Patreon page and that's a way you can support this podcast so you can help me to get more out you can help me to edit it apart from that thank you, your time is the most valuable thing you have and you spent it with me today so I'm really deeply humbled and honoured with that so, so let's just have a little stillness and we'll sit together now and the easiest way of doing this is we bring our attention to our breath and we move our attention from our mind and our thinking down through our body. 
And during this practice, I urge you to keep your eyes open, wide open in front of you. Because we want to establish this stillness in life, not only when we can close our eyes. It's no good every time we're triggered when every time we feel like reacting, we have to close our eyes for like five minutes and just breathe. They do that on the comedy shows. Whereas we need to do it and stay calm in the midst of that storm. And we do it like this. So, if we just do this now, if you take a deep breath in and put your arms above your head, now as you let your arms down beside you, just breathe out slowly in a controlled way and place your arms down next to you so they're just relaxed. And now just recognize that you're breathing in and you're breathing out. And you can even breathe in the word calm and breathe out the word relax. Breathe in calm and breathe out relax. And notice how your body just relaxes around every breath that is released. Notice how when you're exhaling your breath. Notice how when you're breathing out your body naturally relaxes. You don't have to make it happen. Just stay being aware of what's happening in this present moment. You're breathing in and you're breathing out. If your mind wanders and it thinks about anything else, just smile and bring it back to your breath. Say thank you for the thought, but we're just breathing at the moment. And you may notice a calmness. Everything just suddenly starts to get a little quieter around you. The body just lets go a little bit. And your mind just humors at the moment and just says, okay, let's just, I'll focus on the breath. And what we notice is the gaps between the breathing and the gaps between the thinking. See, there's no such thing as no thinking. It's a matter of focused awareness. And that's where the stillness is, this focused awareness. And you recognize that softness. There's not the harshness in the body of when you're uptight or stressed or anxious. There's a softness of letting go. And this is what stillness is about, is about letting things be. Nothing is different in this moment than what it was a few moments ago. Apart from you're aware and alert and relaxed. 
Thank you. And I hope you get time to subscribe to this podcast. And you can head over to my website, gannettwithstephen.com and download some more meditations completely free that will help you to create this stillness quickly when you have it least and you need it most. Thank you. So till next time, take care. Love deeply, strive to understand and above all, be kind to yourself. Take care, namaste. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit the review button if you heard enough that you like the podcast. Give me an honest review. Give me some feedback if you would like me to change it up in any way. And if you can, head over to connectwithstephen.com. You can go to the Patreon site and support the podcast. And that would be amazing. Thank you. Take care.